Hi, this is Shane Gibson, President of Knowledge Brokers International North America and author of Closing Bigger, The Field Guide to Closing Bigger Deals. And this is my Closing Bigger podcast. Closing Bigger came as a result of several of our clients approaching us requiring training, tools, and mentorship on elevating their status as deal closers to the rainmaker level and beyond. The concept of Closing Bigger didn't come from a witty brainstorming session trying to concoct a new way to market old methodologies. It really came from a market need evolving. And that need was how do we take average salespeople, aspiring entrepreneurs, and help them learn the key competencies to make them great deal closers in large multi-million dollar transactions. Each podcast will have its own unique angle. Myself or my co-author, Trevor Green, will be focusing on a core competency or key attitude of the big deal closer. What will also occur is we'll have several big deal closers in international development, energy sector, corporate finance, consulting, and many other industries share their insights with you and us and stories as big deal closers. If you're listening to this program and would like to access more issues of this podcast, visit ClosingBigger.net. And for more information on our book, training program, and consulting services, visit ClosingBigger.com. Now for today's issue of the Closing Bigger podcast. Hi, this is Shane Gibson's podcast for February 1st, 2006. Today I'm going to talk about mentorship, more particularly mentoring various personality styles or sales styles. In other words, as a mentor, at least if we ever want to go on holiday, or as an entrepreneur, if we ever want to retire, we've got to develop other people who can close big deals just like ourselves. So as we look at this, there's really four key styles, which we've probably all run across, but I'm going to talk about these various personality styles, what their core strengths are, characteristics, weaknesses, and a couple tips in today's brief podcast on how to coach these people more effectively or some of the areas they'll fall down in the sales process. So let's take a look at the first personality style we're dealing with. This happens to be my favorite personality style. It also happens to be mine. But uh, it's the promoter, or as the consulting resource group calls it, the effective. Now, the promoter is big on recognition. They're very talkative people. They're big picture oriented. They're very expressive, and they like to get personal. They share personal stories, even if you don't want to hear them. I think we all know these people. Their strengths are they're very persuasive. They're great networkers, great at taking action on an idea, and good at making first impressions. Their weaknesses are they tend to get off topic. They're often later unprepared for meetings. They fail to follow through and finish things at all, and they talk too much, and they don't quite listen that well. So if we're coaching these individuals, one of the things is that we'll find typically, as I say, a controller or an analytical styles, we'll sit back and say this person lacks discipline. For a period of time, we can often micromanage a promoter to be disciplined. What I found more effective over time, dealing with my own style of being a promoter, and also coaching other promoters, is that a promoter, although we call them undisciplined, we can also find them staying up night after night after night working on a project they're passionate about. And so, yes, work on discipline, and yes, we have to check in with the promoter more often than the other styles to make sure they're on track with their sales process. But more importantly, on an ongoing basis, promoters need a lot of vision, a lot of purpose, and one of the key factors is to sit down and really understand what they value and help them develop a passion around what they're doing daily. And you'll find you don't have to worry about micromanaging them anymore because they'll be off to the races. 
So with these individuals, again, they're big picture orientated. They love recognition. With feedback, you have to sugarcoat it a little bit. Their key sales style uh, strength is the ability to gain rapport and influence others. And the key factor as a sales manager is to help this person develop while keeping them away from the details. The supporter style is another sort of non-detail oriented style, but they're a bit introverted. Consulting resource group calls them interpersonal. Generally, they like to fit in. They're not too talkative. They talk in feelings and they're even paced workers. Their strengths are they're perceptive of others' feelings. They're great in a supportive role. They're honest and sincere and they can get along with just about anyone. Their core motivation is to build harmony. As salespeople, they're exceptional at managing long-term relationships because they're, they're great at building relationships, investing in intimacy, and creating harmony amongst all types of different personality styles. Now, some of their weaknesses are in the sales process, they can be easily manipulated or pushed around as well. They tend to get too emotional and take things personally. They lend, lose track of time, that's with projects and even in meetings, and they just don't tend to be assertive enough. So a couple of things we can do, we can either pair them up with a promoter in the sales process in a team sale environment, or we can work with them on making sure they feel confident and inspired as they go out the door. Additionally, we want to work on their strengths. So put them in a sales position or get them working with clients where long-term relationship development and political savviness and true empathy are critical in the sales process. By the way, when you're coaching these two people, the promoter and the supporter, the difference is a mentor is the promoter responds really well to group activities, feedback, wit, and really to be kind of pumped up in a meeting. The supporter, on the other hand, feels a little overwhelmed when you, get, when you ask them questions in front of a group, for instance. They tend to not want to stand out. They respond much better to smaller groups and one-on-one -on -one mentoring. The controller style is a whole different character. The controller, or otherwise known as a behavioral by the consulting resource group, is generally focused on results. They value the bottom line. They're expressive and to the point. They've got very strong and direct posture. Their kind of key sales strength is under pressure, they work harder. If they've got five projects going and another client comes along that they need to close or manage, they're not going to go and hide or complain or, like the promoter, take a holiday. Uh, the controller will actually increase their efforts. In stressful situations in a boardroom, they won't back off. They're resilient. And things like insults or rejection don't even make a dent in their personal mental armor. So strengths again, works productively under pressure, naturally assumes the alpha role in a group. So you'll find this person takes a leadership role very quickly because they're high action and very assertive. And they're almost always on time. Now here's their weaknesses. They can be abrasive or pushy, they can be stubborn and unbending, and they can fail to miss the details or miss the opportunity to build relationships. And they can be insensitive and personal at times. So as a controller, as we're coaching them, one of the things we want to do is encourage them to slow down. Yes, focus on the bottom line, but also be aware of the details of relationships. This is where the controller big deal closer loses deals. They're too focused on closing the deal now or what's in front of them in black and white and not on the subtleties of relationships, the gray areas of the deal and the own, their own client's timeline for getting the deal done. Now the analytical 
the analytical style, who, uh, you know, one of my favorite analyticals is, of course, Commander Data from Star Trek, or, you know, your accountant or an actuary, but this tends to be that type of personality style in most cases. Yet I've met a number of salespeople with a mixture of analytical and maybe a little bit of controller or promoter who've been extremely effective at closing deals. One particular individual that I've worked with and had the opportunity to work with, who's also in my book, Closing Bigger, is Carrie Healy. Carrie works with InfoSat Communications in British Columbia, Canada, and they provide high-end telecommunications, particularly satellite communications systems, to oil and gas companies, mining companies, emergency response organizations, uh, and also military organizations. And so Carrie is a true engineer at heart. And well, he's got an engineering degree, and he's a, an analytical who found his way into selling. What's interesting is that you know within their organization, he's one of the top deal closers and now the vice president of sales. And what makes him so effective is in that selling environment, you need real analytical skills to sell complex satellite installations. So some of their characteristics generally are they love details. They're very organized, they're introverted, and they're down to earth and understated. They're never someone to walk in a room and assume a position or, or make assumptions about a relationship. They're really great at identifying and respecting boundaries. Their strengths are they're accurate, they're thorough, they produce good quality results, and they're great planners. Now, some of their weaknesses are they can take forever to make decisions, they can hold a grudge for too long against something, you wrong them once, and they can really harbor that grudge, especially if you embarrass them. Saving face is really important to this individual. They're very, they can be unresponsive or unexpressive. And this is something that they need to work on when they're selling. Most of the people they're probably selling to are going to be a combination of a controller and supporter or controller and promoter personality style in a leadership position when they're selling their goods and services to corporations. Both the promoter and the controller like visual response. They like auditory response. Too many analyticals don't have a lot of response whatsoever. You can tell a joke or make a great point in a sales presentation and you look over and there's not a single change in their facial expression and there's no verbal response. And so this is just something they do naturally. It's not that they're not excited or fired up about what, what you're doing. It's just they're not very responsive or expressive. And so analyticals, as you're coaching them to be big deal closers, if they want to connect more effectively with some of the more emotional and expressive styles, they're going to have to learn how to respond and express a little bit more animated and in a little bit more animated fashion. Additionally, one of the ways they can get stuck is decisions can take too long or they take too long to get ready. Typically, the analytical salesperson, when they get into a new job or they get in a rut, is they'll continue to get ready to get ready. They'll plan, they'll strategize, they'll reorganize their database. And so when they're in this position of stress, where they're getting ready to get ready so they can feel totally comfortable with it going. As a mentor, we've got to create an environment where a, they feel comfortable moving forward, but also this is where quotas and instead of monthly meetings, maybe weekly or even bi-weekly meetings uh, for a period of time until they get back on track are really critical to make sure they don't crawl back into their shell. So I guess the question you're asking is, who's the ideal sales style and who's the ideal leadership style? Well, the answer is there is no ideal leadership style, there is no ideal sales style, there is no ideal parenting style, there is no ideal relationship style. The ideal style is the style shifter. It's the individual that even if they're a promoter style, if they're dealing with an analytical, they shift. They're not so expressive, they respect details and pace, 
and they don't get all emotional and wave their arms around. They actually get to the point and get down to the details of the deal. That's an example of someone who's an effective style shifter. You don't have to become an analytical if you're a promoter, but you have to make that 15 or 20% shift, subdue some of the extreme parts of your style that might offend them, and really gain some rapport with them. So again, as a mentor, you don't have to be all things to all people. There is no ideal style. Don't worry if you're a supporter style and you feel like you should be a controller to be a manager. There are key strengths that you can focus on as a supporter. But the key factor is, if you're dealing with a controller, is to make sure your posture is strong. Make sure you get to the point that you're bottom line and that you're on time. So again, the ideal leadership style, the ideal mentorship style, there isn't one. But practice style shifting and be acutely and, and specifically aware of other people's styles. That's Shane Gibson's podcast for February 1st, 2006.